Yo, yo. What up? What up? Yo. What up? What up? Hey. Hey, welcome. Welcome to Benny's crib. What up? Oh, uh, yeah, just leave your shoes over there. It's cool. Yeah, thanks. Does that sound cool? Yo. Yo, what up? Welcome to Benny's crib. And you know what it is. It's another beautiful night in Portland, Maine. It's another beautiful day on this floating space rock that is Earth. Third rock from the sun. And we're here with an artist that, I'm gonna be frank, yo. I don't think a lot of y'all fucking know. And y'all probably uh, should know, and you'll know after this. If you know, you know. I see you, Jay Wisdom. Um, but if you don't, we got Donald James here tonight. Donald James, the MC with two first names. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. How are you? I'm doing good, yo. Again, thank you for being here. This is a little bit later than we usually record. It's almost 9.30 right now, and uh, I appreciate anybody who's down to talk and shop it up for sake of podcast this late, so much appreciation again, my friend. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. And I hope I didn't uh, throw any shade or disrespect to you when I said um, people should have more eyes on you, because I think in Maine, you know, there's just a lot of talent out here, and a lot of people... Absolutely. Don't do a lot of fucking work in terms of searching out the names, and that's why we do what we do here at Benny's Crib. So, you know, like I said, Donald James is an MC from the 207 who uh, has put out a couple projects and more so recently has just kind of hopped on some features and dropped some Lucy's. But there's someone whose pen game and I think uh, meaning that they put into the track as well really attracts me to their work. And uh, let's get this interview started, man, if you're ready. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. the words. Of course, always. You know, we got to give people their flowers while they can smell them, you know. And I think that's the tough thing, too, just before we get into, like, the official first question. You know, you don't have to be a Pharaoh Monch or a Most Deaf or a Kendrick Lamar or a Lauren Hill to be recognized as someone who has talent, you know. Like, I can hear a dope 16 and just be like, I, right, I see where this person's head's at right now and I can see where they want to yeah. go. Keep going, yo. And that's kind of the point. Um, tremendous, man. Absolutely. Let's get into the first question, Donald. Well, I, also, too, I'm going to keep saying Donald James the whole time. Do you like to be called something specifically? Like nah, Don, man. Don, Donald. I, I, anything. Anything. Donald, Donald James, whatever. whatever Young D. <laughs> I, uh, I usually go by DJ, you know. Like, DJ, all right, DJ. Well, I'll probably call you DJ in, and Donald everyday James. Everyday life. Everyday, everyday life. Yeah, life. yeah. I feel you. I feel you. All right, DJ, Donald James. It's the first question I officially ask everybody on Benny's crib. What is your first memory of hip hop? Ooh, um, I would say sitting in the car with my mom. My mom was a big Dr. Dre, Eminem, Nas, that kind of era. She was a big fan of, and uh, yeah, man, just driving around with her, listening to those. Probably forgot about Dre would be the first song that I remember listening to. Um, oh yeah, just hearing. Yeah, just hearing M on the track went crazy. Um, and I just remember being so attracted to the flow and the sound and everything that was going into that. Mm. And I carried on. Mm. How young were you when you were when you were vibing off that, do you know? Probably like four, five. Early. Um, early, early. I have vivid memories. Um, she had she had the chronic and she had uh, 50 Cent, uh, why am I blanking on the name? 
in the club. Many, many, oh, G-R-O-D-T. Get rich or die trying, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why can't I even remember that name? Yeah, it's uh, hard, man. Uh, yeah, I just remember, remember bumping all those tracks in the club mm. and trying to just mimic the sound, not even, even the words, because I was young. Um, yeah. But the sound was just so, such a mood. I've resonated with that heavy. I think a lot of the hip hop songs that I really got into when I was, you know, like really young, when I was maybe like anywhere from nine, ten years old, it was really the cadences and the music itself that like got ingrained in my head, like the do 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 from Dirt Off Your Shoulder by Jay Z. Like the first time I heard that, that got stuck in my head. I remember um yeah. Welcome Back by Mace when everyone in the background's like Welcome back, welcome back. And it's like the background singing. I think it's a bunch of kids singing it, actually. That would get stuck in my head. And then the weird, like, whistles and production effects in the song uh, Salt Shaker by Ying Yang Twins. That was another one that got stuck in my head. So I know what you mean when Ying you're young. And it's so surreal to hear that stuff. It's like, what is this? Like, this is, this is nuts. It sounds like yeah. it's from outer space. That's tremendous. Yeah, it's foreign. Exactly. It's it, foreign. It is foreign, you know. It is foreign. Well, uh, I did my research on you, as always. I try and be the young Nardwar out here. So, uh, um, my, my question was, where'd you grow up? Uh, I believe you were born in Virginia, but you moved to Maine when you were mad young, right? Absolutely. Um, I moved to Maine when I was one with my parents. Um, and then around two was when I got uh, taken by my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And they raised me uh, in Portland. Mm. So ever since then, I was in Portland up until college, and they moved to Old Orchard Beach. And I was in college, so it wasn't like I was really there that much. Yeah, and I spent yeah. most of my time in Portland because that's where all my friends are. Yeah, that's where my life was. So, um, yeah, I was in Portland my whole life, but I, I didn't go to public school, so I didn't. I didn't really know that many people until I got to like middle school and all that stuff. Got you, got you. Were you like homeschooled or something, or what was the vibe? Nah, my my grandparents. I kind of came from a broken home with my mom and my dad, so my grandparents were just like private school. Just gotcha. get them a good education as best as we can. Got you. Raise them as best as we can. So I was I was always in classes of like twenty. Ah, uh, got 16, you. you know, respect. Even even in elementary school, it was like twelve. Mm. Um, so, so I had a very secluded kind of upbringing mm. in that sense. Mm. Damn, yo, it's interesting. Um, you br- you bring up the move to Old Orchard. I'm from Old Orchard, yo. Um, and I I graduated from there, and that's very small school too. I think I had seventy five kids in my graduating class as a whole. Yeah, man. And um, that was a big class, you know. So you're looking at usually anywhere from uh, 10 to 20 kids max per actual class. So I, I do kind of, I resonate with that. Um, that's interesting. I appreciate you, Dom, sharing that, you know. Um, let's um, kind of talk about then what you spent your free time doing as a youngin'. Um, you mentioned kind of you were, were more by yourself a lot. Um, did that kind of influence your, I guess, hobbies and interests, so to speak? Like, what did you, what did you do as a youngin'? Uh, my, my grandmom tried to, put me into a lot of things theater as a, right as a kid so I, yeah i did theater i was a big athlete i still i still play soccer every now and then now and then when hey I can, but, love it 
Sports, sports was the biggest thing probably for me. And that's probably how I got to meet so many people and, and network. Because I, I did really have like a good amount of friends when I was a kid. You know, you're friends with everybody, as many people as you can. Yeah, yeah. But um, sports definitely drew me to that. Just being around so many different kids from different backgrounds. and um, Yeah, man, I, I did a lot. Uh, my free time was probably mostly doing sports and then writing music, really. Hell yeah. Uh, you mentioned soccer real quick. That's probably, or I, I love soccer so much, I call it football because it's disrespectful. Yeah. That fucking. <laughs> the, the, the original name. I know. It's just like America does this classic shit where it's like, don't get me wrong, I, I, I love the freedoms that we have and I feel so goddamn grateful to be an American tenfold, like a, a million times full, right? But. Just fucking call it football and make up a new name for like what we call football. Like, you already got a right. sport that's they so. Could have done better. I read, dude. It's it's the most global sport. It's literally the most popular sport in the world. Like, it's played yeah. in every single most country. Watched. Most watched. Good point too. But no, America's like this is real football. It's like get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, come on. Anyway, <laughs> shout out football. Football is my probably. Um, I love that to play, and I'm a huge uh, basketball fan because I feel like they're very synonymous in, in a lot of ways. It's very team-oriented, but yeah. still you can get a lot of individual, um, you know, like, like a good workout playing those too as an individual, and they're just fucking fun. They're a very flowing, you know, busy game, and I've always been a huge yeah, fan of soccer. Yeah, you can do a back. Yep. You can go hard. You can do whatever you want with it. You can play World very, Cup. Very uh, flow-oriented. Exactly. You could fucking do twos you could do like shoes for nets because that's what you used to do if you didn't have like a goal you put like two pairs of shoes like one on yep. one side one on the other you could do a we call it world cup where you have like pairs of people pick a country and you have one person and keep world cup is a game. yes see you know you know you play sports if you know what world cup is hell yeah hell yeah well uh before we get into the writing of the music, as you had mentioned, I want to just touch upon theater uh, real quick, too. Did, did you enjoy doing theater? Like, did you do any productions and shit like that? I did. Uh, I enjoyed doing theater a lot. Sometimes I miss it because you get you get to kind of step out of your shell in theater. Definitely. And, and it, it explore. And I love, that's what I love about music. I love exploring who I am uh, creatively. Uh, if that's a word. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just being, just being who I am in different vices, and theater gave me that a lot as a kid, just to go up there and do what I could. And we did, or I did a lot of productions with uh, camp, but it didn't really feel like a camp when you were a kid because you actually had a lot of talented kids that came in, and um, we did really good shows. But you know, it was mostly friends and family and whoever but it was a lot of fun it was a good outlet for me as a kid hell yeah hell yeah um, it's a performance art you know just as in music and hip-hop are so i definitely think you know i can see really anyone in music you know possibly finding joy in that too because it's you know again it's, it's performance um yeah i like the fact that you had mentioned that writing was a huge part of kind of your hobbies as well as sports um let's talk about that yo you mentioned the fact that your mother was playing Forget About Dre and you remember um, hearing 50 Cent, was the music that you were hearing as a youngin um, inspiring you to write or was that inspiration coming from other places? I would say 
music in general gave me an inspiration to write. Mm. Even even doing theater, being on stage, it was like, yeah, like this is something that I want to do. This is something that fulfills me. Just entertaining people. And when I started listening to rap at such a young age and mimicking that and then getting into middle school and hopping on the computer after school and scrolling through blogs and finding new musicians, it was a whole new game for me. It was just like, yeah, I want to do this. I want to I wanna tell my story because my story is unique. And I tried to write, you know, fake stories in, in middle school and elementary school. So mm. it wasn't like I didn't write anything before. Okay. But once I got to 12, 11, it was when I started to pen my own rhymes and really, really dig into that. Hell yeah. Um, shout out some of the blogs you were on. I'm, I'm a blog kid myself. That's kind of what inspired me in a lot of ways to do what I do now. Um, what, what, what were you looking at? Or um, do, you even, do you even remember what, what, what they were back in the day? The, the biggest one for me was, I don't even know if they're around anymore, but good music all day. And I would, I would literally listen to whatever came up on an artist mm-hmm. underground or, or popping, you know, and if it sounded good, it was a download, you know, so I spent a lot of time on there. That's actually where I found J. Cole. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I figured you were a cold kid. Yeah, I don't know. I, I got a vibe. I figured oh, yeah. this dude knows, like, oh, yeah. uh, this dude came from that era of uh, Friday Night Lights yeah, and he, the warm up and the come up and all that shit. The warm up is my shit. The warm up might have my favorite. Oh, wait, is that on? Is Water Break on that? You know that song? Yes. Water Break is yes. probably my favorite. That might even still be my favorite J. Cole song. That might be kind of fucked to say because he's dropped like wow. a lot of better songs after that. But I get so tied to the nostalgia and the intensity that so- certain yeah. songs would make me have. And when I would hear that loop and J. Cole would start. Dude, he pretty, he pretty said some pretty fucked, some pretty foul shit on that song too. And uh, Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, the first line is parental advisory. If you're listening with your kids, you shouldn't be. Or, I don't know. I think swearing is not that big of a deal, so fuck it. But parental advisory, the first line on the song is, I bet you never seen yeah. it coming like a blind bitch you fucking, you fucking from behind. Very, very uh, double entendre. Young Cole is foul. Yeah, it's a foul line, bro. I wouldn't uh, expect Young Cole to say that anymore. Raw, no pun intended either, but um, I fucking love that song. I remember like the DJs yeah, are like in the background, like making ad libs and shit. So I, I, I came from that era too, yo. Like I remember, I remember waiting for. Like, I remember it was a big deal when Friday Night Lights dropped. Like I remember, like when it came out, people were like this is, yeah. like, this is like an album. Like why did he drop this? Like it was a different time than yeah, because it was supposed to be an album. Mm. It had so it had, it's, it's album worthy. It had lights please on it, I think, and it had in the morning, which oh, you know, it was it had, uh, was lights please on warm up. Lights please was on warm up, and then he made it a single for sideline, sideline story. story. Yeah, his debut album. I forget yeah. he did that too. Yeah, because I remember I I was waiting for sideline story to come out, and Cole had like dropped a couple of those joints before. I know in the morning yeah. was another one too, but anyway, we're getting on yeah. we're getting on a hey. tangent here. That's what t- I told you. I'm a blog kid, bro. When I get into the blogs, hey, it's I can over. talk all day. I love it. I love it. Um, well, I guess my question then is next after that. When did you first want to take rap seriously? Wait, when you're like, all right, I don't want to do like fake stories, as as you said, I want to say my story. Uh, 
Was it in high school, you think? Uh, probably a little before that. Probably eighth grade or seventh grade. I had a friend who I actually did theater with. And he he ended up getting some turntables. And then it ended up getting... It ended up him getting a uh, beat machine. One of the... I can't even remember the names of it. But it had all the, the beat pads on it. Okay. And he was like, I, I want to make some loops. I want to try edm music he was big into he's big into edm and electronic music um and i was just like yo let me let me make a rap song like can we can we do that and he was like yeah <laughs> and we spent, we spent probably 12 hours making the first song you know because we didn't we didn't know much we were learning as we went we were just trying to get ideas out and i had so much fun with it that i started formulating a album in my head like oh this is gonna be my debut album and and all these crazy ideas you know and um i released a project called stage dreams that was i think my first uh first real body of work and you know you listen to it now and you're like oh that, that's kind of whack you know as, yeah. as an artist you critique yourself and you you see your progression but, oh yeah you're hard on um, yourself yeah but um i just had so much fun with it that i I started to do more actively on my own, you know, looking up videos of different rhyme schemes and trying to really understand the craft and divulge into what artists were doing and doing differently. And I just found like a whole love, love for it, you know? For sure. So you, so you're I, doing it early too. I mean, you're recording your first mixtape, what, probably like if you're in eighth grade maybe? So what, you said like 13, you think maybe? Yeah. 13, 13, 14 was probably when I came out. Yeah, damn it. I mean, that's. I mean, I think a lot of kids. I I think back to just other interviews that I've done, and that's really an important age because you have that accessibility to the internet. You're inspired by people who right. be dropping mixtapes on Dapiff. You're like, oh, maybe I can do this. Dapiff. Yeah, absolutely. Dapiff is incredible. Yeah. I, I still have love for Dapiff. Yeah. Like, oh, I I still use Dapiff. <laughs> I love it, man. I owe so much to Dapiff, man. Like. If you don't know what Datpiff is, it's a, it's that Piff, yo. It was a friggin' mixtape website that I don't even know what Piff meant back when I was downloading shit from it. Now I know, <laughs> but uh, uh, it just offered me so much. I remember I was I got like every currency mixtape, every uh, oh, Kid yeah. Cudi mixtape, like every uh, like J Cole mixtape, man. Like I remember, I remember watching Mac Miller crash that piff when he dropped kids like i remember oh, yeah. just i remember so many important projects to my teenage adolescence through discovering them on that piff and um that was a real magical site man just like when you get there because you get five downloads a day if you didn't have an account and then there'd be sponsored tapes and you get like a friend you do when you get to download the sponsored tape oh that was the best oh it's game over i i think i got um all of my Lil Wayne mixtapes off that pit. Oh, yeah. I can't forget the, all the droughts. Those are obviously huge, yeah. too. Man, I fucking yeah. love that era, yo. That was such a special time to grow up, yo, because... It was. It was so it was unhinged. So, uh, yeah, exactly. It was so new. There was so much exploring to do. Mm. Yeah, that's a good word. I just did so much digital exploration. You know, in the early mornings, after school, late at night, I'd just be fucking consumed by downloading tapes and 
organizing the titles and who produced this and what's a, what's this a freestyle over? Oh, they freestyled over the Lemonade beat. Well, so did this person. Oh, Big Sean did a freestyle over Lemonade. I, I, might, I might like Earl Sweatshirt and Tyler Creators better. Well, what about this one? Remember, I would just be like so tapped in. It's a rabbit hole. It, it just is. keeps going. A heavy rabbit hole. Heavy rabbit hole. So shout out Dapiff. Shout out the blogs, yo. Um, yeah, shout out Dapiff. Go get it. Always, always. Just go go download tapes off Dapiff if you can, yo. It's a beautiful thing. Um, <laughs> but you mentioned then, you know, you're 13 recording your first tape. Um, after that, you have released a couple. You, I, I know, for instance, College Thoughts EP and The Underclassmen. <laughs> those are two other projects of yours. Um, yep. When did you first... I think you found confidence though and, and you started to find your voice was it like right away on that first tape you dropped when you were really young or did it kind of formulate over the years Nah, it, it definitely formulated over the years uh, i think when i when i would when i would make music i would realize that i needed to be confident in other areas so i think confidence is something that i kind of struggled with but also embrace at the same time you know i never i never stopped working i never stopped writing i wasn't discouraged in that sense but there were a lot of areas that i didn't feel confident in and still don't really um such as the rap voice and mm. how i was how i was flowing on the beats and did this project sound way too similar in scrapping songs and things like that it, you know you're your own worst critic. You're always going to critique yourself, and if you let it get the best of you, it will. Um, mm, mm. But those, those were those were those were just things that I really had to figure out on my own. And you know, it's easy to sit back and be like, if if this was different, I would I would be this much further. But um, you got to embrace your hustle and your and your story, and mm. just keep keep pushing. Cause, mm. uh, it's, it's, it's a hard game, you know? There's a lot of people that want to make music. There's a lot of talented millions. people out there. There's millions of people who want to be a rapper, especially now more than ever, bro. Every, there's a new rapper every single day that I hear about. Yeah, know? and now it's a lot easier to uh, brand yourself, you know, because of social media in a way. Because yeah. branding and substance, in my opinion, aren't more than the same. There's some really dope artists who might not even be like bar heavy or, you know, lifestyle um, rappers. It might just kind of be like cadence and uh energy and uniqueness and delivery and shit like that and they can they can get a huge following because of just social media and shit and then you have motherfuckers yep. who are just like clowns like fruity pebbles motherfucker uh, i try to say his name because yep. he, he pisses me off but uh i shouldn't even give him that much i'm talking, no, about, I'm talking, I'm talking about six nine who gives a fuck um <laughs> you, you can't give people that much power man he, he, I, got, I got a bitch but uh it's so like then you got people like that who just use this kind of like antics and emotionally charged, you know, like stunts to get people to get reactions out, like myself right now. And then you know they become big, but it's like you know there's motherfuckers who could just be spitting their 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 whole story to you, but they they just never would hear it because there's so many other fish in the pond. So I think that's a yeah, that's a real truth. It's a real truth for you to say that, man. It, it is it is hard, man. Yeah, that's 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 relatable. I mean. My favorite, one of my favorite artists right now is Boogie, and you go to his Instagram page, and he's he's rocking half a million followers. You know, it's like yeah. how <laughs> how is how is so and so bigger than Boogie? 
Yeah, uh, Boogie's getting, wicked though, and Boogie's pretty up. big too. Like he's got some. He's, he's he was signed to Shady, and we know not to be a dick, but Eminem kind of fucking butchers people's careers. So, um, yeah, I don't think Boogie is doing that well on Shady because I haven't heard much of his shit in a while. I mean, you think of like Man, go peep this shit. Yeah, dude, I got into Boogie with the, with the uh, mixtape Thirst Forty Eight. I think was it was what it was yep. called. Um, yeah, I was a a junior in college and i would go on a lot of blogs in this blog called pigeons and planes i think before they got bought by complex um yeah had put them on yeah there was a good article i learned about like kevin abstract and like chaz french and a couple mm-hmm. of just other kind of you know um people who are in that like underground but kind of like pop appeal they could blow up kind of vibe still and um yeah regardless i've always been a big fan of boogies i think the rawness of a lot of his messages and themes his uh, really unique voice, and then I've always really fucked with uh, the way he can kind of balance his cadences and singing. Like, I think of Silent Ride, like how much that chorus yeah. gets stuck in my head all the time. So, sh- shout out Boogie. Wait, did that, that album didn't come out this year, right? That came out last year in January. I'm not tripping, right? Yeah, January. In 2019. Thank God. I thought that came out in January 2020 for a second, and I was like, dude, I'm really fucking going nuts if that came out this <laughs> year. <laughs> Shout out Boogie. That's I a, wish you would drop something. Shout out Boogie. That's a good answer. Drop some more shit. Boogie's dope. Yo, Boogie can spit. I'm trying to think of some other shit. There's some other. There's another song that I really like from him. Oh, man. I like man, a lot of his a, stuff. He's a killer. But. He uh, fills his features. There's no point overthinking it. Oh, um, Self-Destruction is, is another joint that's tremendous, too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, crafted that well. all his shit is. I fuck with Biggie heavy. Oh my god! Not, um, I said Biggie Boogie. Um, I thought of Oh My <laughs> too. Do the song Oh My by Boogie's Fire. There's a lot of good Boogie oh songs, dude. Oh man. Yeah. I forget about. That's the He's thing about hip hop, bro. You listen to a couple mixtapes that get stuck in your head. Someone's like, Yeah, I fuck with this person. I'm like, Oh my god, yeah. I forgot about how good that person is. So. Uh, yeah, you just. Oh, it's, there's so much talent out there. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, let's get back to the Donald James story here. Um, Absolutely. Was College Thoughts that EP? Was that your second tape? Uh, that was my first tape in terms of how I was really taking it serious. Gotcha. Stage Dreams came before that. I, I, I deleted it. I scrapped it. Gotcha. Um, I couldn't find that one anywhere, so that makes sense. Yeah, because, well, back in the day when SoundCloud only had a certain amount of minutes, I had to make room. So I was like, you mm. know what? This is old. I've, I've come this far. I might as well just keep posting new stuff. Yeah. And um, so, so college thoughts happened my freshman year of college, and I met this producer, and he was from New York, and he was making beats in his dorm. And I remember going down there. Someone, someone brought me to him, and he was just like, "Yo, take this beat, come back, spit a song. We'll do it tomorrow." And I'm like, "Tomorrow? There you, you want go. me to write this song?" Today? Okay. And I, I just I just brought my notepad around. I, I just wrote what I was feeling and thinking throughout the day. I went to his crib. Um, we recorded the the track, and that ended up being probably my biggest song to date. Uh, we got it up on Spotify, and that's when I really started to see how Spotify worked and and how easy it was to get put on playlists and into other people's um, mixes. And it just took off. And so 
then we were like, let's come back with a bigger project, and that's how Underclassmen kind of started to formulate. Got you, got you. Just so the people know, what what song is it? Uh, sh- shout out the title so they can go search it. Yeah, College Thoughts. That was the one. It was a single of the EP. We named it that. We did the cover art for it. Title and, track, uh, as they say. Yeah, title track. So we really rode with that theme because it was, you know, freshman year of college. We were all trying to figure out who we were. Yeah. It was a new step in our life. So it just fit the time, and it was very organic how it came out, and that's why I think it was so successful. It was just a very natural process. Yep, yep, yeah, man. What uh, where'd you go to school? Like, you don't have to shout out like the exact name of it, but like, what part of the country? Oh, I was in Maine. I was at Thomas College in Waterville. Got you, got you. Know you. The, yeah, I was not that far from home. Yeah. Did you graduate yet, or are you still in college? I gotta take two more classes, but I walked in everything my senior year. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, Pretty much then. You just gotta do a couple more BS things. Just a couple more classes, and then I get that paperwork, you know? There you go, yo. Well, congrats. Props to that. Um, there was something else in college, too, that um, seemed pretty impactful on your career, at least um, at the time of you yeah. typing this on your SoundCloud that I read it from. And that was meeting your manager, I believe. Is, is that a true statement? That is a true statement. The producer ended up kind of being my manager we don't we don't really work that much together anymore you know things have changed and you figure things out yeah along your process you grow but yeah exactly but he helped me so much in terms of what it really meant to be an artist and if you're going to take it serious this has to happen so i'll always appreciate him for that um but it started with college thoughts and he was just like yo this this track is tight we could do a lot with it we we spent a couple of nights after that making new songs. We had five songs, and we were just like, let's release something. Let's market it and show it around the school and make album artwork for it, and let's try to get you on blogs. And he would go home on break and go to you know music conventions around town, local DJ events and things like that, and he would just try to market the best he could for me. And, you know, it... That's how, that's how it really like spun spun off, and after that it was just full steam ahead. It's like, yep, this is what I this is what I want to do. This is what I'm gonna make room for. So let's get to it. I like that, yo. Sometimes you just need someone to kind of give you a little spark and keep you inspired. Yeah, I, I know what you mean by that. Well, yep. After you um had recorded and released and kind of found your vibe, I guess, with College Thoughts. That led to you dropping the project, The Underclassmen, in 2017. Excuse me. And after I had yep. listened to that project, that's what really made me want to reach out and get just a couple more, uh, you know, or hopefully get a couple more eyes on you and just get your story out there more and let people hear from you because I, I did like that project. You know, I thought of songs like Cul-de-Sac, Faith. Yeah, no problem, man. Um, but yeah, I thought of songs like uh, uh, Cul-de-Sac, Faith, Dear Mama, Um those are some faves for me because I, I definitely appreciated just how, A, you wanted to tell your story and just be an MC who's speaking from their heart, but also you care about, you know, the integrity of your uh, of your bars. You're trying to say something, you know. You're clearly doing this from a place of appreciation for the culture and um, want to self-express, and that's huge to me. So um, I guess let me just ask, what was your goal on the underclassmen, you know? What was your goal on that project? Did you have a set idea in mind when you when you put it out? My goal at the time was 
to kind of build off college thoughts. Let's make a theme. Let's have listeners uh, experience growth through my music. And that's that's really why I connected with J. Cole is because I got to really watch him grow from the come up all the way to the sideline story, all the way to, you know, now. And it was just like, if I want to take this serious, I want to be calculated in how I'm saying things, what I'm saying, what I'm giving to people to see. And let's build off that. Let's make a statement. Let's make it longer. Let's promote it better. Let's take that next step. So that was really the goal was just to take it a step further in all, all ways. Mm, mm. It definitely is a step up, I think, from college thoughts heavily, in my opinion. Thank you. I like that project, though, as I said. You know, I think it's a solid, full-length, almost like your kind of your debut full-length mixtape, if you will. And, um, again, just yeah. for the people at home, and Donald James, you know, I think has this technical um, care of the craft, but also a inclination to express himself and tell his story. And that's key to me, you know. Hip-hop is always going to be, and music and art and life in general, anything that humans are doing is always going to be, copying the past in a way you know like everybody's yeah. always going to be doing something that's been done before in some way it's how you put your Most own definitely. spin on it and how you make it personal to you that's so important to me and i think that's something that you're cognizant of as an artist yeah i, I learned a lot during the underclassmen i i learned some good things and i learned some some bad things yeah talk on that talk on that what are some lessons you learned uh i learned that in order to really want to pursue something you really have to love it and mm. what does that mean to you what does that mean there, to were, love there, were, there were a lot of i mean like you have to treat it like a relationship with somebody mm -hmm. you know it in a way in a way that's how you have to do it because you need to prioritize you got to make time for it you got to sacrifice other things to to do more in what you're trying to achieve and what you love and I was I was a student, so you know I had homework. I was on the soccer team, so I had you know soccer obligations, traveling. Um, you know, I had family that I had to go see on breaks, and so you start to see your time kind of subtracting, and you have to make time for it. And Ooh. there were times that I just didn't want to to write anything because I, I didn't feel inspired. I was too stuck in my routine that I wasn't having the ability to think freely. And so there were a lot of tough times writing the underclassmen where I was just like, you know, this is harder than I thought. This is, this is not going to be easy. You know, I'm going to have to learn how to sacrifice things. And, you know, I'm still trying to learn that today. You know, now you have to work. You have to pay bills you know you mm. have to you have to do other things so you have to just be really certain on what you love and that was a big lesson for me and my manager and producer he was very adamant on getting this stuff out you know it this project's got to come out on this date this song needs to be done tomorrow at four and that burnt me out you know it was just like this is for me. Uh, I, I need to feel inspired. I need to want to write. And I wasn't feeling mm. that want. Mm. And, you know, it's just like a relationship. If you're not connected to that thing, you're going to 
you're going to move on and you're, you're not going to make time for that. So that was, that was hard for me. That's really important. Yeah. You got to be understanding of why you're in it. Are you in it to make money? Are you in it to mm. please other people? Are you in it to do it for yourself? And if you're mm. in it to do it for yourself, you have to, in my important, or in my opinion, most importantly, take care of yourself, you know, and whether it's a Absolutely. relationship, whether it's art, whether it's any endeavor in life, you are the well in which that is drawn from. And if you don't fucking take care of that well, it's going to dry up and who's getting, who's getting water, you know, ain't nobody getting water if that well runs Absolutely. dry absolutely man. that's good that's a good that's a good uh that's i mean that's that's pretty uh it's pretty important wisdom to have as an artist because especially when you're young and you get caught up in the whole fun of it i mean you're just making tapes in maine in college you know you're not out here you know giving your fucking tape to kanye west outside like a, a good music board meeting in downtown you know manhattan you know you're just trying to figure out why you yeah. want, why you want to do this and sometimes you you have to have the pressure of hey like let me take this seriously but maybe not the pressure of you got to do it by this time or you got to do it by this day like do it to the best you fucking can and then drop it when you know a you put your best effort into it and b um it's time for you to move on you know like if you're over analyzing every little second of it to the point where like you spent like seven months focusing on like an ad lib maybe it's time to just yeah press publish on that motherfucker and move on to something else but at the same time yeah i think it's so important for any artist out there listening whether you're starting out whether you're 10 albums in whether you are just trying to make you know lucy's to drop every month remember why you're doing it i mean it's actually a fucking coal line um the moment you're i ain't having fun with it i'm done with it i think it's a j cole line yep. so it's that kind of vibe if you're in it to have fun and you ain't having fun maybe you gotta stop and switch things up yeah you might need to might need to search for something else that's you know? true i mean I, I think like there's a it, it's okay to be in it for the money it's okay to be in it for the fame but yeah, yeah. at the same time at the same time there's just like there's a level of respect that I have for, for rap that it was just like, if I have to fake anything that isn't who I am or isn't a part of me, then then I can't have that, you know? I, I respect who I've listened to and admired enough to just, you know, say, okay, this isn't for me, you know? And that's the good that I got out of the underclassmen. It was like, you know, I finally got to release that. I saw the the reception that it got from people and it made me feel good and it was just like you know you know I, I have things to work on I have things about myself that I need to figure out and overcome but at the end of the day this craft is what I love and I need to figure out how to balance who is giving me advice and what I'm learning on my own and what I can do on my own you know, cause mm, heavy, oh heavy. You gotta, yeah, you gotta you gotta be the conductor of your train. You gotta drive that that drive. You know, so A thousand percent. Well, I like that. I like that uh, maturity. You know, and then that wisdom you have because uh, that's important, man. Like that's one of the most important things as an artist, I think, is uh, in any human, you know, is self awareness. So shout out self awareness, yo. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Heavy, heavy. You got to be able to have that third person look. Um, but let me uh, move on. Let us move on here from the underclassmen. It was, uh, again, a dope tape. 
I definitely re- recommend checking out to see the kind of the earlier formations of Donald James's style because I've been pretty impressed by. Uh, I think you've dropped two Lucys this year, right? Since then, you dropped good, yeah. good interlude in the What's Up freestyle. I could be tripping though. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Hell I think yeah. maybe good was the be- the end of last year, maybe like a couple months. Yeah. So I mean, maybe like within like the last eighteen months though, or I should say. Um, yeah. Yeah. What made you want to put those out? Because it, it, it was a little while um, after Underclassmen where you, you hadn't released anything. And then um, I thought um, they were both good tracks, especially the What's Up uh, Freestyle. I mean, shout out Jay Wisdom on the beat. I really, yeah, really, shout out Jay Wisdom. I love that. Dog. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I love seeing just people um, link up. Honestly, yo, y'all should, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't like forcing anything, but a five song Donald James and Jay Wisdom EP would be dumb, in my opinion. But hey, man. that's just me, man. It could it could happen. He sends me a lot of beats. Oh, uh, I like that. Man. I like that. But no pressure, obviously. Anyway, um, what made you want to put those those joints out? Were you kind of getting like a, a like a fire under your ass to drop some more music, or what were you inspired by? Yeah, man. Uh, I definitely had a fire under my ass because I didn't really release anything after the underclassmen, and I felt distant. And after college. I started to realize, like, you have a window in your prime to really get it. And I'm kind of a slow mover in the sense that I'm very calculated. I want to make sure things are right, which can be good and bad if you don't know how to balance it. But at the same time, it was just like, I want to do things right. When I I get this train moving, I don't want to take back steps. I've I've done that before. Um, So I just wanted to write something, get it out, feel good about it. Uh, I wrote Good Good just in like 10 minutes, really. I was just killing some time before dinner, and I found that beat on YouTube and was just like, yeah, I could, I could roll with this. This, this sounds good. Hmm. Kind of explore explore what I was feeling at the time, and then I think it was, what's the uh, the Jay Wisdom track? And, you know, I tried to just collab with somebody new i think that was the first time we really linked up yeah there was sub freestyle i think was, was the first time you two would work together uh, yeah so i just wanted to i, I wanted to show out because you know i'm meeting somebody new i want to you know give my best and that was really inspiring me to keep working at the craft and you know put my wall down of, of vulnerability and so we got that done and i was i was just like yeah we gotta we gotta keep this train moving hell yeah and, it's not as fast as I had had wanted, but I'm still trying to get that content out. And uh, hey, I'm happy we linked up again with Jay Wisdom. Yes, yeah, dope. Um, how did how did y'all um link up? Like, how did you and Jay Wisdom link up together? I think it was last year at the beginning, January, February, and he had followed me, or I had followed him on Instagram, and. I- I started checking out his beats and he really just fit my sound you know he's he's also had so much growth you know shout out to him um for sure but he he just he just had my sound and i think i reached out to him said i wanted to collaborate and he was with it we sent some stuff back and forth and i would say what uh what we did was probably the first song that we had even worked on you know so he had sent me probably 10 beats I, I had listened to that beat i had wrote something on it sent it back to him and 
we had other stuff in the works, but that was the one that, that just stuck, you know. Um, he, he really has a good sound. Um, I had a great time working with him. It had, it had great reception. It, it blew up um, like four days after we had released it. It was like 200 views were like, not bad. Like people listening to it haven't released much. So so I'm glad people are peeping it. And then the next day it was like 4,000. And it was just like, wow, it, it's going. So yeah. it was great working with him. I enjoy him a lot. I love that. I love that. And um, I want to shout out the track that you had on his album, Gathering. The song is called What's the Word. It's one of my faves on that project. Um, and I just like your Thank chemistry. You. you guys definitely have a really good flow with one another. And, you know, as I said, I'm, I'm trying to be out here on my young A&R tip, trying to get into the executive production game a little bit here. I think I, I, think I got a really yeah. good... I got a, oh, no, I'm not going to find I know what the fuck I'm talking about when it comes to hip-hop. And uh, I think I got a good ear for it. And I'm trying to stay humble and always... Um, Understand that there's a bigger picture than just having a good ear. You got to understand who fits with who, who works in which ways and which styles work with other artists. But, you know, as I said, yo, like a Jay Wisdom and Donald James tape and in, in, in a very organic, you know, take it as it comes type of process, I think would be something very dope for the 207 scene. But again, you always got to do what Absolutely. feels right, Jack. Um, Absolutely. Hell yeah. I think it will come. I love it. Well, that's a good segue. Because I got a question kind of about um, any future plans. Like, are, are you recording these days? Do you have any, um, uh, I guess, just things in the works or just any ideas? Or are you working on anything right now at all? Yeah, man. I, I'm i in the process of really cultivating a good idea. Because I want to I wanna do something that's also visual and you can hear it and feel it. So I, I'm trying to take it slow and be realistic about my goals, but I'm also trying to work on other things to get them out and, and kind of build up to that. So I'm hoping to have a EP in the next next six months and then kind of segue into a bigger project that hopefully will, will really show people like he really about that craft. He really about what he's doing, you know? Mm. Um, I don't, I don't talk about themes or anything like that. I definitely would love to let that build and stuff like that, but yeah, I definitely have build. plans to get get something out there soon. That's exciting, yo. Yeah, no rush ever, too. It's more just like a chance for you to promote anything and get people excited. And if you ever want opinions on anything, you're like, what you think about this, blah, 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 hit me up, man. Send me anything. Absolutely, like, man. Absolutely. Yeah, much love, much love. Um, Hell yeah. Do you, what, are you, what are your... Uh, what are your goals as an artist still, Donald James? Do you have any kind of specific things you want to do in your young career, in your career as a, as a whole? Um, I have a few. I have obvious goals of, you know, living comfortably and, mm. and allowing myself some financial freedom, obvious things like that. But for the music, just to, just to be who I am at all times. And if... If it's something that relates to people, all the all the better. You know, I would love to connect with people and and meet people all over that can some find some way to relate to who I am and my story, even if they are vastly different from me. You know, so I, I love to entertain. I love to entertain. I love to be on stage. I love feeling that. Um, I would love to get into movie production you know in the long run i would love to do stuff like that but Ooh. just to be 
yeah yeah just to but just to be sincere um yeah. just to make it and perform and have that have that freedom to do what i want you know be my own boss and perform respect very commendable goals and i like that you said just to be sincere a lot of people forget <laughs> how important it is to be yourself and uh, again respect mm. to that I, I, that's why again I, I really like just clicking with your music initially because i'm like this is someone who is at an early stage in their in their kind of career and story still but excuse me they are a very genuine artist it seems like and that's so important to being a good artist because you have to fucking be yourself um, tremendous yeah, tremendous it's all, it's all about the substance for sure I like that. I respect that. Oh, we always will respect that. Um, well, hell yeah. We've been talking for about 46 minutes here. I think it's maybe time to kind of get into the rapid fire questions and unwind with my kind of final statements and questions I ask everybody. But uh, just one more question, too, before we get into the rapid fire. What are your thoughts on the main scene right now? It's a pretty young scene, a pretty blossoming scene. There's a lot of talent. You mentioned Jay Wisdom. You know, what's it like to be a part of the main scene right now? Do you have any opinions on it? I think it's bigger than what I ever thought it was, you know, three years ago. It's cool to see a lot of people out here taking it really serious. Um, I want to get incorporated more and reach out more and and get involved more, definitely. But I think uh, it's, a, it's in a great place. I think people really want music to come to Maine in that sense. I want, you know, I think people really want to do shows here and have this be a route. And we've had some pretty good artists come through in the past five years, I'd say, you know, starting with TDE way back whenever they came out on the Portland Pier. Oh, yeah, like on tours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think I think people here really want to see it grow here. You know, they don't want to go out and do it somewhere else. They want to be grounded in where they are and have respect from where they are. And You know, I, I, I love a lot of young talent right now. Dre Armani, he's cool. He's great. Wicked dope. Jay Wisdom. Wicked dope. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, Drippy. He, he just released a project today, I think. Yeah, no, um, it's a, is that King Drippy? Yeah, did, yeah. Did Chuck um, the producer work with them? Do you know? You know who that is? Yeah, I, I know who that is. Yeah. Um, I, think I, I, think I think they all work together. I think there's a real good group, but I got to perform with Drippy last winter, so that's how I got to meet him, but... Yeah, I'm just trying to get more incorporated. I think it's in a really good spot right now. I love that. Well, I love you got pride for the 207 because that's what we're here for. Always at Benny's Crib is to put on the 207. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Well, Donald James, shall we get into these rapid-fire questions, my friend? Let's get it. Favorite sport to play? Soccer. Favorite sport to 100%. watch? Basketball. Ooh. Favorite mixtape when you were growing up? The warm-up. What is your go-to? Uh, just for those who don't know, that's J. Cole mixtape. As we already talked about ten times. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's your go-to snack and drink combo? Oh, uh, Doritos and Sprite. Sprite is the best, man. You got a flavor of Doritos you like the most? The OG nacho cheese, man. Can't go wrong, yo. Can't go wrong. I think I would personally pick the sweet spicy chili, the ones in the purple bags. Those are those. Those go hard too. Those are so good. 
It's too late. It's ten thirty, and you making me want to go to Irving, or right? or a Cumbie Farms, or like a Seven Eleven, and get something. <laughs> but nah, man. Get the munchies. Nah, I can't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. That's what I tell myself. You can get munchies sometimes, but when you're like, nah, I shouldn't. That's when you just cut that fucking urge off, and then eat a good breakfast yeah. in the morning. Just just listen to your fucking gut. Yeah. Trust you're me, man. For I ate a lot of dumb shit in college, like a lot of stress eating, a lot of like, you know, shit like that. And I did a lot of damage to like my brain, mostly in my self image by just always eating whatever I wanted to eat. A little self-control can go a long way. Yeah. Yo. Trust. Trust. Um, what's a dr- man. much love? That's man. real. Yeah. You know, you got to be honest. Out here. We all we all struggling. We all surviving. Um, mm-hmm. Let me find. Oh, yeah. What is like a dream feature of yours? Like, let's say, you know. You could have anybody on a song. Is it going to be J. Cole? Because that's what my mind says. Uh, no, it would probably be... I mean, that's an obvious one. I, w- I would rather give something <laughs> else. It would be either Jay-Z or Lil Wayne. Big ones. Some, some heavy his. Yeah, those are, you know, you gotta, you gotta throw them out there. What's a... Uh... Or who is a producer or MC in the 207 that you still want to work with? Ooh. I would love to work with uh, Dre Armani once. That'd be cool. I think we would have a cool, yeah, we would have a cool, like, R&B trap sound. I think it would be cool. Um, Who else? Man, I really like, uh, I really like B-All. Yeah, it's the homie. I listen to a few of his songs, try to follow him as best as I can. Um, he's just got a cool sound. He's yeah. very like poppy and he dope and uppity. Good names, good names, my friend. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah, those are two right there. What's a Portland food spot you love? <sighs> well, shout out Pull Boys and Pickles because that's where I work. But, <laughs> Uh, I would say those are good either, sandwiches. Yeah, man. Um, probably hook me up. Man. Probably like veranda Thai, to be honest. Ooh, I love Thai food, yo. Thai food's the shit. Yeah, man, it goes hard. It Dope. always hits the spot. Always hits the spot, man. If you're sick and you get like uh some real spicy Thai food or spicy Indian food, ooh, always does a spot man. for me, man. Spice is not my thing. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it, G. <laughs> I got enough spice for the both of us. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I'm weak. Hey, don't worry, but nah, nah, you just you. It don't matter. Um, that's one thing too. And I like, I used to hate spice, and then now that I like spice, I'm like, why did I get down on myself for not liking this shit? Like, it's so funny. <laughs> like, I used, I used to hate like eating jalapenos and shit, and now I eat them. I'm like, why did I put so much like emphasis on doing this? Like. You just gotta do shit cause you like it. Anyway, whatever. I'm, I'm overthinking. Um, what's a song that always pumps you up? Um. Oh, Renegade by Jay Z and Eminem. Hey, good one. Every time I listen to that, it's like the first time I listen to over. I like that. I like that phrase. Um, what's the last album that you really just connected with? Everything's for sale by Boogie. Ooh, I caught that. That's a good album too. Yeah. All right. I got two more yeah, rapid fire. Um, <laughs> would you rather jet ski during a hurricane or ride a dirt bike during a tornado? Ooh. 
Yeah, dirt bike during a tornado. I don't know if I'd be that good on the jet skis. Yeah, I feel like you could get to a safer spot on land. Like, if you want water, yeah. what are you going to do? I don't eat? trust water, man. Water's great. Water is so necessary for life, but it's also one of the most intense and scary things on the entire planet. Yeah, man, it's so powerful. For real. Like, that... You ever see those videos, like, those boats that are, like, in the middle of the fucking ocean, and there's, like, 90-foot waves coming at you? Like, yeah. what the fuck looks do like you the, do, bro? Looks like the whole boat is just gonna sink right there and then. I'm getting anxious just thinking about that. Let's move on to the next no, question. Could it be me, man? Could it be me? <laughs> um, all right, last one, Donald James. What's your favorite genre of music besides hip-hop? Ooh, that's good. Um, I would say R&B. That's fair. I think I, I was. Yeah, I would definitely say R and B compliments hip hop very well. Yeah, I love the melodies. Mm, heavy, dope, man. Well, you survived the rapid fire questions, and uh, we're pretty yeah. much down to the end here. I got a couple standard questions I ask everyone, but again, you know, Donald James is one of those voices that I think represents maybe a lot of artists in the main scene. Someone who's talented, someone who's still out here just trying to work on themselves and slowly piece together who they want to be as an artist while still dropping music throughout the, um, the process. And although you might not really, you know, be tapped into them as much, it doesn't take away from the fact that these people do have potential and they do have talent and they are worth hearing about and worth hearing their stories. So just, again, thanks for coming through mm. tonight. And uh, it was cool talking yeah. about, you know, your theater inclinations as a youngin into kind of finding a lot of uh, connections um, in life through sports and then kind of then through music and then through... Um, just diving deep into it in college and then learning lessons about, you know, how to manage burning yourself out, how to create music from a place where you really just want to create for yourself. And then, you know, even linking with Jay Lisdom and dropping some dope songs this year. So again, go check out the new songs from uh, Donald James. Um, this, honestly, the two that I would really recommend are both Jay Wisdom produced too, like uh, the What's Up Freestyle and What's the Word are both really dope tracks. So um, shout out those heavy men. Appreciate it. Always. Yeah, man, go check them out. Always. Well, this is a good question for you now to, to, to plug yourself, get yourself out here. Uh, where can peeps reach you, you know, or contact you? Or, like, if they want to send beats, where should they do that? My email is donjames207 at gmail.com. Mm. I, will, I would love beats. Um, that's my email. You can always get me on Instagram. I am Donald J. And I have a Twitter as well i don't really use twitter as much but i would definitely check it and start to network more on that um that's at don music 07 i love it is there anything you want to plug anything you want to promote one time yeah man go check out what's the word on wisdom's album the gathering and also go peep that album because it's great tremendous Last question, Donald James, if you're ready. Let's go. Where will Donald James be one year from now? Touring across the country, hopefully, if this COVID is gone. Tremendous, tremendous. Well, if uh, we can ever get to a place, too, I'd love to have you on one of my Ryan Beat events, you know, get get you out on the stage and get some, some eyes on you, too, as well. Yeah, man, I would love it. Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, that's going to be uh, the end of the interview here. Like I said, go hit uh, Donald James' SoundCloud, run those up. Go run up the new joint on the Jay Wisdom album. 
And as always, yes, it's Name Hip Hop. As always, it's 207. As always, take care of yourself and drink your water, get some sleep. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Much love. Donald James, thank you again for calling in and coming to Benny's Crib. Thank you at home for listening always. Thank you to the sponsors. Shout out Yachty Ting, Fire on 4, Beach Boys, Crow's Nest from uh, High Road Lobster Co. Please support local businesses if you can. It's a tough time right now. Immensely for them. Check out Donald James's SoundCloud as well. And stay tuned for more music in the near-ish future. You know, take care of yourself. I want to see you glow. I want to see you shine. And I love you all the time. Peace. Rhyme beat.